Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Started Out Podcast. Jamal, here we go again. We're doing this. Yeah. We've been busy this summer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> this is the grind. Like, man, I, I think I just got off of work about 30 minutes ago. Uh huh. The house yeah. is, you know, my time is 9 30. The sun is probably still out in Indiana right now. No, no, no. Just, well, just barely. It is 100. <laughs> so now, uh, same here, you know, working for the foundation now and 12 hour days seem to be the norm. Yeah. Enjoying it, but had, a, had some interesting conversations recently and, and saw some, like, I don't know why. I've had a lot of episodes saying I'm not really on Twitter much, but I've been drawn into some things. Um, yeah. How can you be? Yeah. Yeah. Well, some of them is just a kind of direct call to action. Hey, Don, what do you think of this? Uh, yeah. Some, some of it's nice, some of it's not. And uh, one of the things that kind of got brought up to me is like, you know how much I enjoy individuality and, you know, having your own kind of personal experience into your classroom. That's important, right? Mm-hmm. So, it is. yeah. So somebody asked the question, you know, what's the fine line between being a team player and your authentic voice? Right. Um, <clears throat> this is where it gets, um, this is where it gets really blurry. <clears throat> it, it, it really depends, man. Like, who you're working with. Mm-hmm. And right? if you're teamed, if you're teamed. Yeah. Especially if you're teamed. Right. So like, so like if you're teamed within a um, subject area, that's where it gets really, really sticky because if we're all supposed to be doing the same thing, yeah. then <laughs> right. Why are you not teaching the lessons this way? Uh, transparent moment. Like, like I lived that. Like I really did. Um, it was, <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it wasn't, it wasn't the, the, the best situation because, you know, I was, I was the, um, I was a maverick in that situation. Uh, you know, my, my kids were doing really well, but I just could not bring myself to do 10 worksheets in a week. It, it just, it, it just wasn't, it just wasn't me. Um, so what I did was, as opposed to uh, the worksheets, I would take the information off of the worksheets and like do activities with them. You know what I mean? And I and I would and I would work with the kids. Uh, you know, I I didn't have uh, proficient readers, so I had to be really creative because um, I didn't want my class to be chaotic, right? So I couldn't do the same things, you know, as some of the other kids. But I say all that to say that. <clears throat> Granted, the kids did well. I wish I could go back and I wish I would have known what it is that I should have done in that situation as a professional to be who I was in the classroom and also be a team player. I like that answer. I was going, yeah. So I, when I, I taught... Um, because don't years. get me wrong, I love that. Like where I was at, yeah, oh yeah. I loved yeah. it. Like, it was like, I love... Like I had mastered, you know, the curriculum. Like I was cool, but I just wish I would have known. But go ahead. No, I just I was like in my head going back to my middle school days, and uh, we were team. Now the school wasn't huge. There was two teams per grade level, so you know, two sixth grade, two seventh grade, two eighth grade, and um, and so really the the only uh, the only other teacher I was paired up with to kind of kind of keep similar scope and sequence. Uh, I had my own spin as well. 
And, and I think that's where we struck a balance. And I think that that's where I always go back to is like, look, and she was nice. She just had a much different teaching style than me, much different. So like she was cool and, and she was my department head. So she was cool in the sense like, Hey, we're going to cover like, let's just say the hatchet. Right. And it's going to be this week to this week. And the nice thing is, and I, and I hope more schools do this. She's like, you do what you do. Just make sure the following book and the following chapters are done. You don't want to use the same workbook. You want to go and do a wacky kind of, you know, uh, you know, follow up activities and stuff like that. She's like, that's you, that's you. And, and I, I appreciated that. I just had some talk with some other teachers going like, you know, like, and I don't want to get myself in trouble, but like the school that makes you turn in the lesson plans and make sure that everybody is doing the same thing at the same time. Which is, which is like, well, you're a principal. You answer this for me. Like, okay. Give me, (laughs) give me both pro and con. Defend it. So the, the, the pros of it, I mean, in theory, you'll get all of your data on the same time. You're supposed to be able to go back to that, your PLC, mm. reteach mm-hmm. based on the data. But you know, just like I know, as a teacher, if the principal is not present or the administrator is not present, in most cases, we're not really looking at data with fidelity. Um, it's, it's, it's not as, it's not as detailed, right? We're, we're talking about, you know, lunch or we're, we're extending our, you know, our, yeah, what is it? Our coffee room talk sometimes, right? So it's it's not always dumb. However, the pros of it are we have an opportunity to all get data at the same time. The cons are you have some teachers like I had Tyrone in my class, and you have Jeffrey and yours. Tyrone and Jeffrey are completely different learners. The cons are we don't. It, it is almost impossible to consider every different learning modality of all of those kids and appropriately place them. Because, because really when you do common lesson planning, you're really planning for student numbers and in theory what would work, but the pragmatics of it are, you know, Sally is having a life crisis and you have to deal with that. You know, in some schools fights are happening in the classroom. Like you really can't, like those are things that you never plan for. In your lesson plan template, you know, the, the new move is, you know, Mar- Marzano standards-based instruction, right? We want to have our foundational skills. We want to we wanna know what we're doing to deepen, uh, deepen that knowledge. And then what complex thing are we doing with, with the information? Oh, but what precedes that? What, what precedes that is we need to make sure that we're identifying the, the, the most important parts of the standards. But in none of that, does it explain what do you do if you're a second grade teacher and your kid urinates on the floor? What do you do if you're in high school and one of your one of your female students has an emergency and they have to leave the class for the last 20 minutes of class to deal with that emergency? What do you do? Like so the 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 theory is nice, but pragmatically, so then that puts teachers having to deal with all of those diverse challenges at a disadvantage. So it's almost like, well, we said that we would do this. And norm- normally you plan for your, your higher level students. So if my honor students can do this, then everybody else should be able to do, to do that to learn. And that's not 
you know, we, we start to get into the, um, the talk of equity, right? That's not really equitable for someone who may not be um, a proficient learner. So then you have to figure out what do we do to strike that balance. And it just puts teachers at a disadvantage, especially teachers who know their class and know their students who want to um, do better for their students. That was a really balanced answer and I appreciate it. Uh, That's why I like having you on. I mean, like, um, yeah, I mean, I'm sitting there thinking like, one of the things I like about our conversations is like every now and then, I obviously just come at it with, I think, two lenses, my role as a teacher and my role as a parent. Mm -hmm. And um, oftentimes there is, there's, and I'll even say my last principal, um, he, he was great about like, that's great, Don, for your consideration, but here's what I got to consider. And and here's the things that, and so, yeah, kind of taking that balanced approach and kind of taking that holistic approach. Like, I know this was the first point you made. And, 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 you know, you, you kind of made it and then like went on to further points, but like that, making that point of saying just for the data, like, because I know that on the other extreme, if loosey goosey fun teacher never gets around to teaching it, right. That's the other end of the extreme. And we've all had that teacher, right? I mean, like, mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong. Like they're fun. They always win, you know, you know, most fun teacher. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that you shouldn't be fun and love. You can make it engaging, but yeah, that other extreme of, Hey, let's not do any of this. Let's, you know, let's right. create sock puppets. Right. <laughs> let's, let's, yeah, let's dissect a frog. So what standard does that teach? Right. Let's right. dissect a frog. All right. right, and right, right. I definitely get, Cause it's fun. The kids need to relax, have fun. But here's, here's, here's the, here's the most significant thing about this. And everybody listening, your kids never get a year back. So yeah. a lot of this, you know, we'll sit there and we'll we'll debate on what's best for these kids. But really, man, the the the, the United States government, the the Florida Department of Education, and all of its constituents, and and Pearson, the test maker, they really give us a really good outline on what we should be teaching. They're called standards, right? And so long as teachers are teaching the standards, you your kids are gonna do well. It's just when teachers don't teach standards now. Let me, let me throw this in there. Right. So how do you make it work? Right. So if, if you are a science department, right. And, and this is, this is theory, you know, you have personality challenges, you have all of, you know, a lot, a lot of different things, right. Here's how you make it work. You, number one, it takes leadership, right. Um, you have to identify who's good at what, right. And if you're a team, if Mr. Johnson is really good at moving lower level students, right? Then Mr. Johnson should be able to plan for maybe the bottom quartile, right? Those students, hey, here's here's what I do for my lower level students. If Mrs. Johnson is really good at creating activities for higher level students, right? then she should probably be in charge of those activities, right? It's really identifying those talents, right? Because what you want as a principal is an all-in-one, right? You want a guy or girl who can, you know, move lower-level students, move middle students, and move high-level students. But that's normally not the case. You have people who are really passionate about 
each group of students and each group of students has specific needs. So taking all of that talent, right, and directing it in the appropriate direction as as the department head, the AP, the principal, you have to do that. Um, or you're just going to have a whole bunch of people who have a desire to be authentic. Mm. And, <laughs> and, mm. you have that, and that's where the conflict comes at because it's this is my territory. My favorite line is, you're not coming to teach my class. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to do, I, I'm going to say yes. And then I'm going to do exactly what I want to do. Yeah. Okay. So like in dealing with that situation, where's the, like, how do you, how do you make everything better? What's the magic wand? Well, well I mean, the magic wand. Obvious. I'm being somewhat facetious, but yeah, where, where's the, where's the happy, right? right? But, but yeah. you don't, you don't, you don't get buy-in if I don't want to do it. Right. And, and here's the thing, everybody who teaches, I genuinely believe wants, wants to teach at some point they got into this profession. They're like, man, I'm going to teach. At least you're there to do your job. And your job is to, is to teach the, the standards, right? We get caught up. Um, you know, for example, uh, Phil Jackson, right? Basketball analogy, Phil Jackson, I was listening to a story that, that Kobe Bryant was saying. Kobe Bryant was uh, on like a scoring tear. He was about to break the record for the most 40-point games, right? And, you know, we all know who Kobe Bryant is. If you don't know, he's five-time NBA champion. My favorite Laker, Kobe Bryant, right? But Shaq was out during this run. So when Shaq, when Shaq was out, he was hurt. Uh, he looked at Kobe and says, Kobe, do your thing, right? Kobe's dropping 40, 40, 40. Well, Phil Jackson is sitting back watching all this. And right before, you know, uh, Shaq returns, his last 40-point game, he's like, hey, man, I'm going to need you to dial it back. We got to make the big fella happy, right, because we want to win a championship. So Kobe, he said he's dribbling down the court. He has 38 points, right? And he has a look that he knows he's probably going to make. 90% chance is going down. He says he looks, he looks at the big fella and just passes in the ball. And breaks his forty-point streak. Right, he 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 had a he had a bigger goal in mind. Right, he gave up his autonomy for the for the sake of the team. However, there was like Phil Jackson was a master at allow or getting his players to to conform to to the to the bigger picture. Right, if the people at the school don't know the bigger picture. And what it is that we're trying to accomplish is because there are a lot of initiatives that start and we really have no idea how to implement. Don, you still there? Oh, shoot. I sit there talking and I had my <laughs> mic on mute. I sit there just going on and on. And you're like, I, okay. Uh, no, like this, this one is, is, I'm glad you're weighing in because not being a principal, um, I've never, ha I've never had disclaimer, these. disclaimer, like there's a lot that I'm still learning. So like, I'm not, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not trying to pass yeah. you off as the omniscient. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So like I want everybody to know that y your boy is over here. We're still learning. We just had a little parent <laughs> meeting tonight and, 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 and I'm really understanding, you know, just staff with that relational pieces is, is very important. But go ahead. 
No, I just, I really thoroughly enjoyed. So this one was Crucial Conversations with Jamal. I'm, I'm, I liked, I loved this one because I'm, I'm sorry, I never considered that. Okay, how do you make him want it? Okay, how do you know? And so I liked this one because really the ownership, and this is not a slight at principles, like, because this one's your problem. Yep. Uh, I, I mean, really, and the, the whole thing started off, what's the difference between your own individual, you know, and, and like a lot of it has to, it comes down to the principle. And, right. and, and, and the only thing I'll push back, and I, I'm not saying push back, the only thing that, that makes me sad is when I hear from a teacher that goes, that, you know, he or she tells me, oh my gosh, the school's on, you know, like everybody do the same thing at the same time in the same way and all this other stuff. And I truly feel for that. You made some points and I know that you, you weren't trying to be sweeping on the everybody should. You actually said quite the opposite, but like I do get the whole point of, you know, please let's try to stay on pace at minimum and gather data and make sure we're not, you know, we're not look overlooking things and filling the gaps. Uh, but you had a lot of insight and nuance that I, I'm just going to be honest with you. I was like, yeah, I never considered that. Right. And, and I think, and I think the most important thing, you know, if, if, if we're going to put a, put a pin in this is, is it's okay to be authentic. It's okay to be who you are. Um, I think, I think a lot of times, you know, when we go into job interviews, we, um, we, we, we fight so hard you know, for those teaching positions. And we say, we basically say, we'll do whatever it is that you want me to do. When really I'm looking for people who are completely different than me. Um, I'm looking for people who, who compliment what I do, uh, you know, in, during that hiring process. And I, and we need the diversity of thought. We need the diversity of skill set because truthfully without it like you won't have a school like i just shout out uh to my administrator like tonight I man she did a fantastic job she she coordinated all of the um the 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 parent informational meeting tonight and and it was a it was a really good job and 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 i walked in and you know all week i was asking hey what, what do you need what do you need what do you need what do you need she was like don't worry about it i got it and I just had to really move out the way and let her make decisions and be who she was. And when I say, I mean, the girl did a way better job than I ever could. It's like, okay. So, you know, when you walk in and it's like, man, like I, I told one of my staff members, I was like, man, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do this. Like I didn't, I didn't have to put my hands to it because you guys are so great and allowing people just to thrive and be who they are and i know this sounds like one of those you know platitudes or one of those things just let people be who they are and just be the wind beneath their wings but people desire autonomy if you can allow people to to develop and to grow like and and put them and organize their talents and also like you need those lines like everybody has to have boundaries like don't step outside of these boundaries because you have to create a, a psychologically safe environment. But if you, but if you don't, if, if, if you, you know, stifle people's autonomy and in, in who they are, you don't feel like yourself, you check out and it's like, what is it that you want me to do? So you're really dealing with a, a two edged sword. Everybody does the same thing or you have to just really manage the egos. And really I think yeah. of Phil Jackson, Kobe, you can't score 40 anymore because 
Shaq has an ego and we need him to score 30 a night so we can win a championship. So what are your goals? What are the what are the big goals? We can go on and on and on, but it's okay to be authentic. Yeah. I love that. All right. Well, you know what? You rocked it today. I you, you should lead us out. Well, <laughs> this is Jamal Crook and Down Wet Trick reminding you that opportunities are everywhere. See you.